This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Well, hello. In case you got here by accident, you are listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team. Your dose of style education, I guess, right? Yes, sure. Edutainment. 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 Thank you, Stacey. Where we talk about style, which we take very seriously, but we don't take the subject matter itself too seriously or ourselves. So let me introduce you to the team. First up, we have the Baron of Bouge, Bruce. Bouge is in the house. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have the Baroness of Bylines, Beck. Hello. Bonjour. I'll keep it in the B family. There you go. (laughs) And our pop culture princess, Stacey. Hello, hello. And not to be left out, of course, we have Lady P, who is uh, really, I feel like Lady Trump's Baron and Baroness. And and even princess, really. Nothing trumps the Baron. <laughs> and that is why Lady P. Right. And that right there, folks, Let's is why. Trump on his ego. <laughs> Don't be trumping on my ego. Uh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, I'm Lady P. There you go. We're all in the hizzy. We certainly are. So all what's right. in the news this week, Beck? Okay. Well, two things. Um, one... Uh, I am here to say that sometimes even stylists, image consultants make mistakes. I have referred to the brand that I have called Low on this show before. It is pronounced L-O-E-W-E. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned this weekend that it's a Spanish brand that's actually actually pronounced Lueve. Oh, wow. So, oh. <laughs> saying it way wrong. Like I heard a guy say it and I was like, wait, what did he? Wait, what now? And I went in and I found, and on YouTube, you can find many things of people pronouncing Loeve. So it is a Spanish word and it is not pronounced low. So FYI, if you want to sound like you're in the know, don't call it low, call it Loeve. Um, and I'm also going to touch on the Screen, Screen Actors Guild Awards. Oh, now, must. I'm not going to go with the fashion don'ts. I'm going to go with the fashion do's because I'm keeping it really positive. However... I have a little tiny side note before I get started, and that is, what did Jennifer Coolidge do to her face? She must have had some kind of a brow lift or something. She doesn't even look like herself anymore. So side note, she looked fantastic in what she wore, but her face looks totally different. So anyway. (laughs) But in the words of Madonna, why can't we do what we want, even if we don't look like who we are? You know, they can do what they want. And I'm not saying, I just, I am one who is an advocate for growing old gracefully. I don't necessarily think we need to be chasing the, now granted, I'm not in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. but you know, I've let my hair go gray. I'm not wearing as much makeup as I used to. Like I've decided that's who I am and that's what I'm going to be. And you know, that I'm being my authentic self. And I just find it sad that there are women who feel like they have to chase this eternal fountain of youth. And that just makes me a little bit sad. But maybe that's them growing old gracefully. Maybe. I mean, maybe this is a bigger conversation, but yeah. like, you know. Uh, I was thinking about that. 
maybe that's just their way of doing it gracefully that, you know, they're they're going to look surprised when (laughs) they have their viewing and they're dead. They're going to be as shocked as the rest of us that they drop dead because their brows are very raised. so young. (laughs) And they're like, their eyes are very high, like, and wide. And they're like, I know, I'm shocked too. Honest to God, because, you know, the then, you know, the next thing, the next picture of going down the red carpet is Zendaya. And mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, how do you Let's compete with that? that? The woman is perfection. So, <sighs> you know, there's like, well, I want to be here when I grow up. I just think she is just beautiful. I like her style is spot on. And she on the red carpet wore this amazing sort of strapless pink thing sort of with rosettes down the skirt, uh-huh. then changed into another perfect outfit for her presenting later on and you know even who was the guy that presented with her oh yeah I can't, uh, like he seemed dumbfounded to be so i you know if i had to walk the red carpet anywhere near that i'm sure i would be looking at doing other things to my look but we did address jamie lee curtis at the baptist and her you know sort of black and white horizontal line i think she did a much better job this time in just a sort of a simple red, red. silhouette yep. column mm-hmm. that she just looked dynamite in now mm-hmm. see to me stace that's somebody who's growing old gracefully. She's sort of embracing the bumps and the flaws and, you know, this role that she won an award for, like, she was like, yeah, that was my real stomach. I just didn't suck it in because I've been sucking it in my whole life. And <laughs> right. I just let it go. Well, and she won her. an award for it. Well, but yeah. then think about Jane Fonda, right? Jane Fonda is right. like, she has completely embraced something else and both are authentic yeah, to their personal true. brands, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. So anyway, I loved that there was a lot of color on the red carpet, mm-hmm. like Viola Davis and Angela Bassett both oh. wore this great yellow. That yellow was stunning. Angela Bassett was doing her thing. She was. I know. And she yeah. looked dynamite. And Olivia Williams had a sort of a halter neck red. Just mm-hmm. love the brightness of it. And, you know, we talked about Jamie Lee Curtis and her red. And now there's someone else who wore this great pink dress. I don't know who she is, though. Sabrina in Pacciatore. I have no idea what she was even in, but I loved the dress. I loved the color of it. So I'm going to have to I look it up. Was, yeah, it was kind of fun. So the only one I wasn't a huge fan of was Darcy Carden wore something that looked like a prom dress. Circa you said you weren't going to go <laughs> non-positive. Oh, yeah, not. Okay, no, I'm going positive. Then. Okay. Okay, let's talk about Jenna Ortega. It's totally staying on brand. Yes. With that, um, it was a vintage Versace that mm-hmm. she wore that was sort of a shiny black but given that she's got the whole Wednesday vibe. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the pairing of Jenna Ortega and Audrey, Aubrey Plaza together <laughs> was just genius. <laughs> like I thought that was a very fun, yeah. you know, that's kind of, they both play that sort of. Deadpan. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very deadpan. Exactly. So. Yeah. Anyway. It was, uh, it was much more fun to look at uh, the news this morning mm-hmm. and see the red carpet looks yeah. than it has been in a while. And maybe it's because, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the Oscars moment. Right. right. And yeah. so, um, but it, it did feel like a lot more fun uh, this time. Yeah. So anyway, yes, this is commentary, not so much news, but remember it's pronounced Loewe. Anyhow, <laughs> let's move on. We appreciate, we appreciate the education. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that, what are we talking about, Lady P? Well, you know, we've been talking about last week, we talked about spring hair trends. We mm-hmm. talked about spring colors. So why not make it a hat trick? And let's talk about the spring trends for clothing this week. So what is um, a hat trick, P? 
Lady P. Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) When you get three goals in a row. (laughs) Sorry, is that not something you... (laughs) No, that's that's good. There you go. We're just trying to make sure that you knew. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> well, you're, not a, you're not a big sports fan, so you know throw no, a sports there a reference. Of, there is a lot of football or soccer, as yeah, you call it, right. goes on in my house. All so right, I know exactly go. what a hat trick All is. Right, yeah. Yes. Anyway, right. So we're going for the hat trick with the spring, the spring talk, and we're going to talk about the um, projected stri- string spring summer 2023 trends. Now, before we kind of dig into what those are, I just want for those that may not know, um, you, you see a lot of information come across social media and you will see, okay, there was stuff going on in Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week in February. The stuff that you saw in February going down the runways will be what comes out in the fall of fall and winter 2023, 2024. Mm -hmm. The stuff that we're talking about today was highlighted on the runway shows back in September of last year. So there's that six-month delay for those that don't. I'm sure most people do, but I just wanted to preface that, that um, that what we're talking about today is different from what you may have seen come across your social media feeds last this last month. Yeah, that was for fun. Yeah. So anyway, so let's talk about the trends. There's lots to think about, look at, talk about. So I'm going to kick it off with what was projected as like in one of the news outlets as the five top trends. There's more than that, but mm-hmm. let's kind of dig into that first. The first one we're going to go with is is a color. Um, lime time or key lime pie, think outdoor margaritas. So really this trend is, is more of a color one. Um, and this was seen on the runway shows of the likes of Coach and Fendi, uh, Kalina Strada. Um, and really it it's those kind of limes and chartreuses is the colors that they were thinking of. Now it's fun. It's kind of zesty looking but hard to wear for for a lot of people right because there's not always great combination with skin tone in these colors but Mm -hmm. they were seen in gowns they were seen in suiting and separates by people like brandon maxwell um just adding in so lots of different silhouettes in this color um i i love the color i just don't know how versatile it's going to be for the masses i think for me it has to go with a color that i am comfortable like i like to me that paired with navy is going to be a really fresh way to sort of brighten up something you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's going to be doing small bits of it um Mm -hmm. and doing it with sort of a color that for me is more of a neutral right or Um, even thinking about that with off-white or white Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that that's true. Really, really pretty. The other too. thing is, a lot of the models that are shown with it that walked the runway are women of color, mm-hmm. and so it goes to the skin tone piece mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And so, if you want to play with the color, then you know, think about your skin tone and where and how you can play with that color. Yeah. And to Beck's point, you know, we're talking about what came down the runway, right? And it was not head to toe, but almost, right? Mm -hmm. It's full gowns in this color or it's suits in this color with a pop of white in it. But that doesn't mean when we translate that to a trend and then into our style that we have to copy that in the entirety. So, you know, adding it with whites and and navies and, you know, there's a a gamut of different colors that you can add it to, but it doesn't have to be the whole, whole thing. One of the words that was banded around with this color was versatility. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see it. 
you know, it it's fun, but it's not that versatile, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just thought that was an interesting way to describe it. But that was, like I say, that was one of the ones that kind of stands out for some of these media outlets as being kind of the top. Well, it's top like pick. if I got a green suit, it's like there's Stacy in her green suit again. <laughs> and- yeah, <laughs> right. No, you and won't think- be able to wear it for a couple of weeks. Right. right. You know, yeah. And that's a question among ourselves, right? When we're looking at clothes and we're saying, hey, what do you think of this? That's a word we talk about a lot is versatility. Well, how versatile is that piece? Absolutely. So to bear in mind, even with all of these trends that we're talking about, it comes down to versatility, cost per wear, Mm -hmm. how many times can you wear it? What else is it going to go with? So whether using the word versatility, take that with a pinch of salt and really think about, you know, is it really that versatile? I'm thinking, Um, I'm thinking, uh, uh, what do you call it? Bathing suit cover up. Huh? Yeah. I mean, that's versatile, right? <laughs> Wear it with sunburn, wear it when pale, throw it on over whatever. Um, let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, Pamela, you said that uh, there was five overarching ones that you wanted to talk about. Yep. So we've only scratched the surface. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the other four. Perfect. Keep listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. You are listening to our show about spring summer trends for 2023. And I'm very eager to find out if spring summer 2023 is going to hate me as much <laughs> as spring summer 2022 did. <laughs> <laughs> some bad news for you then, We got some bad news, <laughs> Low slung. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So before we'll the break. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So before the break, uh, Pamela mentioned the uh, that one of the colors is actually, or one of the trends is actually a color, mm-hmm. and there's a few more. So so tell us a wise one. <laughs> uh, hmm, okay. Um, right. So the next one is um, finely woven, and as it suggests, it's it's crochet basically. So this is not really new. Um, we saw crochet last season, um, last spring, summer as well, and it's just it's it's just making it's it's having a little bit of a stay in power. Um, basically, it's crochet, like I said, but the designers are becoming more creative in the ways that they they actually work with this um, technique. It, it's Like I said, it's continuation of trends. Um, we saw it on the runway with people like Yulia Johnson, Gabrielle Hurst, mm-hmm. Puppet and Puppets, um, Caroline Herrera. Um, so, Stacey, this is one that, you know, how are you going to wear it? You know, it... I mean, I'm going to look like dough coming through cheesecloth. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm not going to wear it. I just can't get the image of Woodstock out of my head. You crochet know what I mean? bag. Like, Do a crochet um, bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty, right? Crochet, and flung, you know, like um, cover-up, beach cover-up. Yes. I there mean, we go. Be- I'm going to have a lot of beach cover-ups this year. <laughs> right. 
So it does scream beachwear to yeah. us, right? But mm-hmm. again, we're talking about what came down the runway and how we tra- translate that. So, you know, are we going to see a lot of people in our area walking down the street in a crochet dress? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a certain um, kind of style aesthetic for that. It's definitely very boho. Um but for some reason, this one has got some staying power and it's mm. back. It's just a little bit more intricate, I guess, in the way that they're doing these weaves. Um, you know, it came down the runway in a, a slouchy skirt and top with one designer, columnar dresses. I mean, it's interesting, but is it for the PNW? Right. You might get a bit cold, right. you know, just okay. saying. If you're speaking into of, it, speaking groovy. of columns, what's the next one, P? So the next one is the long story. So this is this we saw this with 3.1 Philip Lim, Caroline Herrera, TB. Um, it's the maxi slim skirt. So um, some designers are going with the ultra low rise on this. So you know, <laughs> oh, sign me up for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Others not so much. I mean, there's definitely a mix of it, but it is that very long columnar skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the, um, I say a lot, but other designers actually did it in denim. So think nineties mm-hmm. minimalism. Um, yeah, I heard someone pa- refer to it as. Oh, Limited 2 is making a comeback. So I think, you know, they're talking about like how they're doing it with the sparklies and the, you know, like, oh, it's a canvas cargo maxi skirt. Mm -hmm. That's useful. Yeah, and it definitely definitely has a 90s vibe to it. But with anything that's longer, you're going to have to think about how how tall you are, right? Mm -hmm. Your stature and the footwear that you're going to wear it with in order to make it look... The idea behind it, I guess, is to elongate, right? But for some people, that might not actually happen if it's if you've got the wrong footwear on with it or if it's the wrong length. It's one thing to have it long, but if it hits in the wrong spot, it's going to do the absolute opposite of what right. we're hoping for. So, um, you know, I don't know. It just feels a little – doesn't seem very exciting to me, long maxi skirt. Okay. The slim maxi skirt. We're not talking billowy fabrics. We're talking slim, sometimes stiff. Mm-hmm. There are softer fabrics too, but there's not a lot of movement in it. Yeah. Hear, hear me out. Like you won't be able to move. Mm, this is me <laughs> with my beach towel wrapped around the bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stacey, I feel like you need a beach holiday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying this is, again, like. And then you could wear the next trend. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is lingerie all day. All yeah, day. that's a hard no for me. <laughs> oh, I'm cold. I'm sorry, but putting on a little slip of satin? No, that's not going to keep me warm. Hey, oh, but you just have a scarf around your neck, Beck. You're fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're taking it from the next extreme. So the last mm-hmm. season, it was a little more subtle. So last season, it was bra tops under suiting. So that kind of flash of lingerie, you know, a little bit demure. Mm-hmm. Um a hint of that sexiness, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but this season with, um, let's see, Michael Kors, Aria, uh, Parabal, um, Guring, it's it's a little more in your face. It is, they're definitely up in the ante on this one. It's bra tops with no jacket. Um, there it's you go. It's spring bikinis as day wear. Hmm. I mean, even sculpted metal. The next day wear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just had to. So, oh my God, it's still one of the best ads ever. It, it is <laughs> still one of the best ads. So, speaking of ads, so if I want to embrace this sort of lingerie inspired uh, vibe, I could go with Jane Russell. Yes. And uh, who is the iconic Hollywood actress that uh, sold bras. So, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And I'm not saying don't try it. I'm just for us, as we're having our lighthearted conversation about yes. it, it's not for us. But right. for some people, they might be, they might want that daring idea. Right. Of, absolutely. You know, if you can you do know, it, and I rock say, on. Absolutely, if you can do it and you have the confidence to do it, you absolutely do it. Um, where you're going to wear it, I'm not sure. But there's That's some cool. interesting like sculptural metal pieces that I, I saw, you know, photos of from the runways. And, you know, it's interesting. It's about pushing boundaries. I think... Um, what I didn't really touch on at the beginning of this is there was definitely more of a shift with last year, you know, in September with going back to more of the norm with the runway shows, whereas in the past, it's been a lot of casual wear, work from home stuff, not so many in-person um, runway shows. But I think there was something like 350 designer showcases wow. in September. Wow over four cities wow. so it just shows you that it's really coming back and the designers are really thinking a little bit differently it's not no no more of the kind of comfy casual day wear stuff and then oh we're going to do the party stuff it's now really getting back into mm -hmm. the kind of the real design elements and and doing something different which is exciting even if it doesn't really work for right. average joe well there is an average i won't say average joe but there is a trend that um we that's not part of the top five but i actually think it's one of those trends that you're still seeing it's been going through for a lot of seasons um but the whole trend of sheer and i actually think it can be worn really well so that sheer trend. well i think that actually plays into the mermaid vibe mm -hmm. right which was another one of them which is sparkles and sheer right. so it's fabrics in playful childlike colors you mm -hmm. know think kind of kindergarten age um in things like seafoam green like purple easy pinks and occasionally all of it together so you know we love a bit of sparkle here so maybe right. you know, the team will yes, be kind of do. on board with the with the mermaid vibe but you know there was a lot of longer line silhouettes with that sheer panels so mm -hmm. yeah um i think that's around for for a while so those were kind of the the five from one news outlet like top picks but there right. are there's more than that like we talked about earlier um i want to touch on you, ones that are maybe a little bit more mainstay is the basic instinct so in fall winter 2022 the trend of that kind of elevated basic wear you know we were quite excited about that you know we talked about simple tees and you know having those be more incorporated that's definitely going to continue um there was a definite 90s vibe to it last season, you know, with the low slung trousers, logo vests and tube dresses. Mm -hmm. This season, um, it's back with more of that Y2K maxi with the maxi skirts and oversized suiting, clean silhouettes. And but the color palettes are a little bit different. They they're they're saying they're a little more expensive looking by using shades of teal and camel and navy. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Um, and cobalt but, yes, blue. Cobalt, cobalt blue seems to be uh yeah something but just more kind of going back to basics on some of these things which you know maybe not necessarily a bad thing i mean especially as we're we're finding it a little challenging to find some of these great basics in stores so yeah um you know hopefully that will come back um another one that was um i'm excited about was heavy metal um and usually we think of metallics for fall and winter because it's more like party stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yes, please, year round. Anybody going to disagree with me on the team? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> no, all right. Give me a good um, stud, studded something. Yeah. So, so it was um, less of the lightweight lame and they had thicker fabrics like leather mm -hmm. um, or packed together sequins so that it's more kind of a dense feel to it, which seems like a bit of an oxymoron for the season. But yeah. 
you know, it's all about pushing those boundaries, right? Um, relax your denim. I think this one is going to be, I, I don't know why this one wasn't talked about more. Um, because for the, for most people, denim is kind of their go-to, but relax in the den- denim. So I don't think anybody's really surprised by this one. It's it's more wearable than some of the other trends for sure. And they're talking about more wide leg trousers, the puddle hemline, which obviously we're not fans of, especially where we live. Because um, it just means slouch. wet bottoms. Well, mm-hmm. it does. It but the slouchy fit trousers. Right. <laughs> That continuation of more relaxed fit in the jeans. So again, if you're somebody that likes a skinny, we're not saying you can't get them because they're still in store. But for those that are looking for more diversification, there's the, the relaxed denim is definitely um, sticking around. Uh, let's and see the what denim on denim. Then yeah, continues. there was definitely some of that too. The yeah. denim on denim. I like the denim um, on denim. some other things. Blurry prints. So. Hmm. If you're sick of tie-dye, which I was never a fan of anyway, um, and tiny, you know, floral prints don't give you much pleasure either, this could be something a bit different for people to think about. So this is more digitally manipulated, blurry prints. So definitely has a bit of a boho feel. It's seen across all of the different kind of structures that we were looking at Mm -hmm. clothing-wise, but just something a little bit different. If you're fed up with tie-dye and want to try something else, blurry prints might be for you. You know what I'm really excited about? Mm-hmm. Do tell. I'm really excited about the oversized totes and the ballet flats because I feel like I'm going to need oversized totes to cover what I'm wearing. <laughs> and the fun with ballet flats, supposedly flats are like having a thing, like some ballet stuff and then like mm-hmm. fancy flats and that kind of thing. Yeah. So the, so we've gone from the micro minis, you know, the micro bags that really you couldn't even hold your lipstick in some of them um, to the really big oversized totes and bags of all descriptions, kind of soft, unstructured, but really big. Um, they look fun, but word to the wise, you know, if you're somebody that's petite, you're going to have to be really careful about yeah. the side of the bag. You don't want to look yeah. like the bag's carrying you and you're right. not carrying it. Absolutely. Right? So on the the flats, Stacey, when we talk about ballet flats, it's definitely more of the ballet slipper mm-hmm. that is kind of been shown down the wrong way, even with the ribbons and everything else. Again, um, you're going to have to decide whether that's going to be great for your, your feet because um, there's not a whole lot of structure in that. Really quick, because we only have a minute left. Um, the other things that we we can maybe talk about these in another show. Trousers was something else that was there. Elevated indie, um, whites on the knee, Cargo. Valley of the Dolls. Um, and motocross, but maybe we should talk about those next time. Yeah, because I think we need to dig a little bit deeper into, you know, Valley of the Dolls is not super... Yeah, I think we should do another topic and talk about it a little bit more in depth. I think so, because I think some of these ones are actually more more in line with what we would probably see coming into the PNW or, you know, the, the West Coast. If you're not walking down the red carpet, these, these might be more... On, Online with what you're thinking. Right. Well, and uh, if people are listening and they have a question, if we talk about this next week as a part two, then if you have questions on what we talked about this week, reach out to us. Go to Michael Bruce Image, uh, Michael Bruce Image Consulting.com. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. And, uh, and on social media, we are at uh, Michael Bruce IC. Reach out to us. Ask us the questions. We'd be happy to answer them on air. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Good show. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. 
you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.